1: Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show
0: with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth. And we are a registered and independent registered investment advisory firm. We do work for clients, not companies. To receive your complimentary, personalized, and truly coordinated financial income plan, give us a call at 513-575-9654. If you're seeking advice on an old 401k, 403b, some type of employer-sponsored plan, even an NUA analysis, give us a call. Brown Financial Advisors, 513-575-9654. We can help you roll that out into a traditional IRA or split that out into qualified and non-qualified types of plans. That's what the NUA analysis is all about. So in other words, before you make that decision on your own, give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us an email. Share your thoughts to the team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. We do have multiple locations throughout the Cincinnati area. Milford is our headquarters, but we also have the satellite locations in Westchester, Blue Ash, and Florence. Here's the studio, our phone number, 513-749-5500, pound 550 on the at t wireless, toll-free number, 800-823-TALK, 800-823-8255. Well, today we're going to discuss entering the
1: unfamiliar world of retirement, and there's no real reason that you need to do so. You don't need to enter into that realm of retirement um, and be so unfamiliar that that you just feel uncertain too. That leads to some bad psychology uh, in any any relationship you have to you and your money and in investing. Uncertainty. Um, is not a good characteristic and these waters, you might consider them uncharted, Well, we have a GPS. We have a, a, a global Magellan map, if you will, to help you map out exactly what's best for you. So the newness of retirement can be like any new shiny thing. It can be fun. It can be, um, illustrative. It can be, it can just be a good experience rather than something that causes you stress. Now trying something new, while it can be nerve wracking, um, you can ask yourself questions like, well, will you be successful? What challenges you might face? Well, we have some of those answers, of course. So you don't need to be entering retirement with a bunch of question marks. The question is, when are you going to call us, contact us? Because we'll work through and assessment your current investments. We'll look carefully. We call that an MRI, just like you would uh, relate it to health care. We're the Mayo Clinic of Financial Services. We're multidisciplinary in helping you with each department, each need of your financial needs. They would be such as income planning uh, within your financial plan, the uh, investments, the insurance, the fully insured investment side too, not just market investments. We'll be looking at that within the financial plan and your estate plan. So you have a living benefit, and then when you're done with your stuff, you leave it to people you love, hopefully not to the government, uh, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, or the feds. You Minimize your taxes. Pay your taxes, but don't tip too. So will you... Um, Will you understand the full picture of what's involved in retirement planning. Don't just enter into it and try to learn as you go, because retirement oftentimes doesn't come with do-overs. And we can certainly help it become less stressful all the way through. And you might um, you might wonder, are you going to be in retirement 10 years, 15, 20, 30 years? More and more people need to plan on, say, at age 65 today, plan for at least a 30-year journey. And I know that's 95. Do you believe you'll last to 95? We do want to plan For living 20 years and live 21 years or 25 years, you don't want to outlive your money any way you look at it. So what steps should be taken first? How do you establish a game plan that will become as comfortable as you'd want it to in each step of the way throughout retirement in this brand new lifestyle? Someone once told us that um, when you retire, every day feels like Saturday. Well, now it's time to make sure you're financially prepared to enjoy all of those Saturdays. So our complete second opinion on the health of your wealth. will help you do just that. Now, do you remember the first day, James, of like high school or college or first day on the job? Do you remember some of those feelings? Oh, yes. Was it exciting and nerve wracking? It was everything all at once. Well, this is going to be a new journey for many of our listeners as they turn the corner, rounding third for home and enter into the retirement red zone. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, how much you can't predict about the future It's like, well, probably none of it can be predictable unless you have certainty and you own certainty in some part of your portfolio. So where you have guarantees, guarantees and certainties oftentimes are kind of like showing um, the hand of insurance and all this should be as least stressful as possible. Now, um, if you're looking forward to a time that's going to be exciting and fun, help us take you into the specialist, which is the practice of retirement planning. How many people go to see a pediatrician with their health care practitioner? Nope. You've gone through generalist, and since then, you've headed into many people have turned into specialty. They turn to specialty for help. And in this area of retirement, investment planning, income planning, financial planning, all together, and estate planning, too, we highly recommend you see us because we help in each area of it, not just one area. All of it integrated holistically together.
0: Well, Using another analogy of measure twice and cut once. Excellent. Here's the point. You want to at least develop a game plan or an actual financial plan, retirement plan, before you step off the cliff of retirement. And it doesn't have to be something that says, well, I can never change this ever again because now I'm retired. No, life, we've, we recognize that life does happen. Things do change. So as your plans, as your needs change, That's when you come see us and we we keep updating your financial plan, whether it's the individual you or the collective you updating your plan. We help people like this on a daily, even a weekly basis, really to navigate the financial side of their decision, sometimes the emotional side too. Those are connected, by the way, your financial side and the emotional side of if you're ready to retire and what you're going to do in retirement as well. So the final phase, yes, it sounds like Star Trek, the final phase of your financial lives, we want you to be comfortable with your decision and also yet to be financially independent at the same time, too. So, yes, we do want to help you forge a plan to help you work towards that mission. Call us today, our phone number, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Allow us the opportunity to review or at the very least to help you to craft your financial plan. So
1: some of the questions we're going to cover today as you stay tuned in this journey together of uh, entering the unfamiliar world of retirement, we're going to cover what is the retirement zone? What are some of the common mistakes people tend to make when nearing or entering into retirement? Should you be
0: taking less risk when you enter into retirement? Well, it is like a, a football analogy, the retirement red zone. But nevertheless, this is a complimentary planning process. When you come see us, the only cost is just a little bit of your time. Just just to remind people out there, when you come see us, it is a complimentary planning process. doesn't cost you anything but your time and ours as well. But nevertheless, it is a complimentary planning process. Did I say that at least once or you twice? You did. And, and that's important, too, because what financial vehicles are you going to use best to provide income?
1: What professionals should you be considering working with or hiring? We're all inclusive. Our whole team is your team just when you work with us, period. Uh, What are three specific phases of financial life? We'll touch upon those. How much time should you spend considering the social aspects of your retirement? Not just working for money, but enjoying the working process, remaining engaged, a lot of other considerations. Uh, What do you do if you retire? And guess what? You later determine it's a mistake. We don't want that to happen to you. Because it's hard to get right back into whatever it was you were doing several years after you left your career path and say, gosh, i got to get re-engaged, re-employed. We need the money, honey. How do you know if you've actually reached the point of being ready to retire? And what are some of the largest variables that could affect the success of your overall retirement? These are things we're going to cover together on this. Hey, entering the unfamiliar world of retirement, don't do it. Make it familiar.
0: We can help. And our phone about the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. So just to, just to set the table here, when we say the retirement red zone, think of this as like, well, you know, locally the Bengals, they don't get into the red zone nearly enough. <laughs> okay? All jokes aside, what we're referring to is think of it as the, the five years leading up to the retirement date, the year of your retirement And really, even the five years after your so-called proverbial, that's the finish line retirement date. That's the retirement red zone. That's when people's finances change dramatically. Now, do your spending habits also change equally dramatically? Do they keep up or do they outpace what your new levels of income happen to be? So that's why the retirement red zone is so vitally important, because that's usually when the world of your finance changes. And now the next part is... How do your savings and how your investments, how does your plan, how does that keep pace with those changes? Well, we'll take it beyond the red zone.
1: We'll keep scoring and you should return right back here with us entering the unfamiliar world of retirement. When we return, you're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show right here on 55KRC,
0: the talk station. LLC, Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth. And we are a registered investment advisor firm. We are independent. We do work for clients, not companies. Our phone number at the office is 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us an email. Share your thoughts to the team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And we do have multiple locations throughout the Cincinnati area. Milford is our headquarters. But we also have the satellite locations in Westchester, Blue Ash, and Florence. Here at the studio, phone number 513-749-5500, pound 550 on the at and wireless. Toll-free number 800-823-TALK, 800-823-8255. All
1: right. Starting anything new. When it comes to this retirement thing, starting anything new, as you know, can be nerve wracking. Uh, Retirement often presents a whole different level of uncertainty along with itself, too. And you should not enter it unprepared. You'll know it because you'll have some angst and anxiety and uncertainty. If you're having those stress earmarked uh, sentiments, you know that you're not prepared, but you can be. And we would love to help you with that. Now, not considering how different your life might be um, in this phase, financial phase of life. Well, it's not just, could it be a mistake? It would be a mistake. You need to wrap your mind around it in advance, not just go into it cold based upon the, uh, how many different things and how different things will likely be when you get there, you need to consider having, I just say for sure, consider own it own a an investment and financial strategy that you can use comfortably for you. That's where every situation is different. When you hear people just kind of spout out this formula, this recipe of success, just know that that may not meet your taste bud. And it's important to get your version of your successful plan for your success on purpose. Now all this financially translates and it's interesting, James, We got it in email um, sometime during the break by, Uh, a Jim and Betty from the East side. And they were saying, Hey, I just caught something you all said is slightly different than what I was aware of this red zone. Um, and I'm sure it wasn't the the Bengals remark. It was more so the five years before and even the five years in yes, when you're in the end zone, okay, football in the end zone, they set up and they kick the other way and the other team gets a chance and you go back and forth with scoring. That's not how retirement works. You're in the red zone. You need to be committed and focused to succeed. You get into the end zone of the red zone, you need to be able to stay successful and keep scoring for at least five years as you make the transition to fully understand how retirement works for you, what your inflows, your outflows, your expense structure. A lot of people make mistakes in this red zone, approaching the red zone. uh, Some people retire too early. Some people don't ever belong retired. They just won't be engaged enough um, to stay involved enough. And you know, whether they're working for money or not, they they're just wired to continue working. Now, Having that money into retirement when people don't address their their uh, their bucket list or punch list of of honeydews whatever you want to call them hey we need to get fresh paint on the house it's time to get that new roof uh, we need to make sure that basement doesn't leak anymore and get a guaranteed for life that it won't all these things should be done while you still have fresh income keep saving keep preparing retirement but while you have all this uh, this uh, income from earned income. Uh, Prior to actual retirement, get those wants and needs done so that you're left in retirement with more of your needs covered and occasional wants budgeted for wants like travel, travel with, without the family. You can't let your retirement take on water and you drown with it because you haven't addressed how you're going to change things and be different in retirement. It's not an unlimited source of new income coming at you. You know this. Um, the kids have needs before you retire. The kids have needs after you retire. Grandchildren, too. But you have to draw the line somewhere on what you can or can or you should or shouldn't do. So, Jim and Betty, regarding that question, um, here's, here's specifically what we break uh, financial planning down into, five categories. Um, it was kind of geared towards towards the end of the show, but go ahead, since you asked the question, lay it out there about being and staying in the red zone, being successful to retirement and throughout all retirement. The topics or areas are investments, like market-based investments, versus fully insured. We're balanced investment people. We believe you should have some fully insured aspects where you have guarantees. They meet with certainty that way. And market investments, which are less certain, right? You take some risk. It needs to be the right risk for you. You need to have the right income, either coming from um, the investments in the market, the fully insured investments combined, to cover your, your income gap. Estate planning is a big part of it. You can plan your estate while we're here. Your estate becomes your what was or wasn't properly planned when you're gone. What's it look like? If you if you fog a mirror, you have an estate. We need to help you with that. Taxes. Any money saved on a fixed income in retirement is money still in your wallet and purse to be used for you and your purposes and needs. Health care gap. You retire a little early, not at Medicare age. You need advice on how to get proper health care coverage and protection. That could be a knockout punch if you don't take care of that wisely. Going into full retirement, Social Security, um, Medicare, if you have your Medicare provision, pretty good robust health care if you just get it mapped out properly. So all of these areas, these categories, that's what gets you to, through, and staying in the red zone so you can keep scoring. Wouldn't that be great if football is that way? You get in the end zone, they keep adding seven points to the board or six, and they just it's a give me on the uh, field goal. Your retirement and football differ. You need to keep scoring in that end zone And you'll score for the rest of your 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years forever, rest of your forever. So we recommend you see people like us, holistic, because all those categories are like spark plugs that need to be fired up and pistons that need to be running. It all matters. And if you spread this out all over town with all these different inputs of advice, you'll start getting conflicting advice. Even if they mean well, you won't know who to believe and what to believe. And if you trip up too much, boom, knockout punch. You don't get enough do-overs in retirement. Don't act like you do. Work with a team that works for you and with you and does things for you and not to you. Jim and Betty, I hope that helps. Give us a call. We'd be glad to help you directly with what your needs are, not your neighbors, not your friends, not your family, yours, 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 because you matter
0: to us. Thank you for that question. All right. So categorically, what we're going to cover next are the different aspects of the financial plan, starting with risk management. Also, the income needs analysis. So think about you have your investments and you have, well, how do we start drawing income from our investments or maybe from other sources of income, as the case may be. The financial plan itself. And then finally, there's the legacy plan. And how does all of this fit together? So, Greg, start us off on the risk management. On the risk management, assessing your actual risk.
1: For your score, you might find that the holdings and investments you currently have, or we will together when we do a full MRI analysis of your current holdings, are at a totally different risk than what you should be at. We'll measure your risk score. It's a color of money risk analysis. Whatever your score is, we'll make sure to bolt on to you in your plan the types of investments at the appropriate risk for you. That can be you for as long as you're at that risk. Now, periodically, it's good to take the risk score Come up with that uh, result again, tighten up your portfolio investments and holdings to match it. But whatever it says you're capable of is what you should consider yourself capable of. While in retirement, risk takes on a whole new meaning as compared to uh, how you might have perceived it previous to or prior to and how you manage things uh, relative to risk while you're working. Accumulation phase, someone way off from retirement can be more aggressively investing. We, we hear that all the time. You can be an aggressive investor. Well, when does it matter that you should take heed to risk? As you get near retirement, you start to be scored into a position that dictates how you should invest. And in retirement, once again, check that risk. Now, the risk you are as you enter retirement may very well be the risk that would be prudent for you to take for the rest of your forever without second-thinking it, second-guessing, if you will, not reacting to markets when they're down or volatile. No, nope, your risk is your risk. through good times and bad times. If your portfolio is making a lot of money for a season and time, that doesn't mean pick all the fruit, run off with it because hey, it was making money. No, that upside helps average out and smooths out the downside over time, so you get a true average uh, return for the risk taken. So the foundation of all this, folks, is the foundation of proper risk adjustment to your risk tolerance. Then we start building the upper layers, the upper floors. James, such as income needs and the analysis and the provision of income from the portfolio. Well, one more thought
0: about the risk management. If you are an aggressive investor, that's when you should be aggressively invested in the market. If your personality is such that you don't like or can't handle the emotional roller coaster of what happens when you watch this on a daily basis, you see, well the market went up by a couple hundred points today. Hey, my investments are doing great. This is fantastic. I'm loving life. Or the markets went down by another three or 400 points, and now life is not so good. It's causing me to lose sleep at night. I'm getting all these stomach acids that are turning, and I just can't handle the stress of what's happening because maybe I'm not truly that type of investor. So if you're not an aggressive type of investor, regardless of your age, doesn't matter if you're 20 or if you're 50, or sometimes even if you're age 70 and 80, then you shouldn't be aggressively invested in the market. That being said, if that's the type of person you are, that maybe you like going out to Kings Island, riding the big roller coasters, proverbially speaking, and so you still are comfortable with taking market risk, maybe you realize that over long periods of time, that's the best way for your money to make money, in the market at least, is to have at least some potential for gaining the upside or the growth of what the markets will provide over long periods of time. So once again, The age does not determine how you should invest as an investor goes. James, and people who can take risk doesn't mean they should. We
1: can show you oftentimes, hey, it's great. I compliment you. If you're a seasoned investor, you can handle risk. But in this financial phase, you cannot afford to take a certain amount of risk with certain parts of your money because of sequence of returns and other variables that can hurt you that wouldn't have hurt you before but will hurt you now that you're in retirement. So it's very important. Back to specialists. Now, I know we need a break, but you please. You be sure, you please be sure and come back as we continue. Because we're gonna get into the income side and cash flow and retirement. That's king. So you stay tuned there. And you're listening to
0: the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on fifty five KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown, and I'm James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisor. From we are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. And it really does all start with the plan. Having a plan, knowing what you own, why you own it. So when it comes to the different planning processes, there's the investment plans. There's the safe retirement solutions. There's retirement planning. There's income planning. Social security maximization. All this and more, we can help. Our phone number again, 513 575 9654. Our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email address, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And we do have the multiple locations throughout the Cincinnati area. Milford is our headquarters, but we also have the satellite locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Here at the studio, you have a few minutes left to give us a call. 513 513- 749-5500, that's pound 550 in the AT&T wireless, toll-free, 800-823-TALK, 800-823-8255. Well, James, during the break, another email. Keep those emails coming.
1: This is from Suzy Q. It reminds me of a, where have I heard that? Suzy Q. Song. A CCR. Okay, It's a song. Clearwater Revival. Yes. Well, different Suzy Q, but it's a clever handle, if you will. Um, question was, I do a lot of listening to talk radio. I hear a lot about owning four mutual funds like a silver bullet. Um when they may or may not be Susie Q, because I know I believe I know what you're talking about. It alludes to um the and average earnings of twelve percent per year. You now I know exactly what you're talking about. No, that would not be accurate. Um you cannot own those uh those specific four equally weighted funds. Um mutual funds and succeed on purpose. And no, they do not average 12% year over year. Got to be careful here, but let me, let me just be clear. We have back tested those funds and um, we understand that it's been presented that they average 12% per year. No, they don't. In fact, if you, We're to see the analysis and you come to our office, be glad to share it with you. It will be more clear who, what they said, why it's not true, which funds that they talk about and what that would mean in a financial plan that you were leveraging for retirement, not just growing and accumulating for retirement, but trying to utilize it in the distribution preservation phase. Here's the bottom line. It fails seven out of 10 lifetimes. Okay. Through uh, Monte Carlo and a probability scoring of how those funds would work over the rest of someone's forever and decade after decade research back tested, those funds would only succeed three in 10 times. That means, as we've said, you don't get, you know, retirement doesn't come with do-overs. You would have failed seven out of 10 lives in your retirement. So I hope that you would be the lucky one, Susie Q, with who you trust using those funds and that you'd be the exception, not the rule, and that you'd be one of the three out of 10 who would actually succeed in retirement during the one shot you get at it in this lifetime. But thank you for your question. I can't go any further than that. Just contact us directly. We'd love to see you and show you the analysis, run what you really need for your purpose so you can succeed high probability. I'd rather have odds like 8 or 9 and 10, not risk my whole retirement and financial future and liveliness or livelihood on a, a 3 in 10, 30% success ratio. But great. You know, questions are great. Emails, questions. We will respond, uh, guaranteed to respond within 24 hours and get back with you. Hey, if we get them on the air, we'll read them while we have time. Thank you again, Susie Q. All right, so where we left off was about the income needs analysis. Greg? Well, in the income needs analysis, when we look at what you currently have, then we see your score, and we get you lined up with the draft plan of what you should use and why you should consider using it. We'll take in your preference, too, and, of course, tweak. You're the boss at your money. But when you retire, your paycheck needs to continue. You need a pay. Paycheck replacement, in essence. You work all these years, you accumulate money, you save money, then one day you're asked to retire on it, and you have to figure out how to make it last the rest of your forever as if you know how long you're going to be here, too. We know it's challenging. That's why we do what we do. So you need to know um, where it leaves you when you leave work and leave the paycheck behind. What are we going to use to cover those bills? How much are your net spendable needs to cover your regular bills? Okay, well, you need more income, than what uh, you're going to get from Social Security or pension. Um, where will it come from? In other words, how much income will you need on a regular basis to live comfortably in retirement? If there's a gap, we need to use other resources very wisely so you succeed on purpose, not happenstance. So income. Income needs analysis leads to an income plan using the right source to cover the gap of income so you can have your cash flow.
0: All right. The next part is the financial plan itself. So think of a well-thought-out financial plan as the glue that will hold your risk management and income needs together. So when we look at these different things, the analysis is, or the analogy in this case, is the football team and how they look at their weekly game plan going into their Sunday matchups. So have you considered everything you want out of your savings, out of your investments, out of your retirement life? And how you're going to invest and manage your retirement portfolio to get there? Some of these sound like rhetorical questions, but at the same time, this is where the rubber meets the road. You know, another analogy for you. So the complete financial, in this case, how it ties together with your legacy plan. So let's not forget that the financial vehicles and the income that those financial vehicles produce. And yes, we are talking about the investment strategies, by the way. It's really not the end of the story. So do you have a legacy plan? That doesn't mean that you need a trust necessarily, but you need to at least have a plan in place for your legacy. What will happen to your assets should you pass away or maybe when you pass away, because it's all going to happen to us eventually, right? What about if you don't necessarily pass away yet, but you develop a long-term illness or you have some type of disability or some type of event where it incapacitates you. So if you can, This is where you want to get ahead of these different things and plan in advance of what happens if these events are to occur. And that's really the call to action here is come sit down with one of our advisors and start discussing these objectives and how your life individually, maybe collectively, how it's going to likely change in retirement. Mercy, Uh, how all this works together is far more important than
1: you being ahead by plus or minus 1% year over year with your investments. It's about whatever you are ahead by that you average out ahead um, sufficiently to have a buffer above all these things that will occur in your financial journey and to not be surprised by them, to know that, hey, these things are going to either happen or not. You may or may not go to a nursing home. What's it look like if you do? What's the plan if you do? What's the plan if you don't? What is the plan that you didn't buy up a whole bunch of insurance on a use it or lose it basis only to not ever need it, let's say for a nursing home stay, but you compromised your cash flow by spending for something that was never benefited by you, but cost you nonetheless reduced the living benefit balancing out living benefits is important. So don't just be so laid back. You go with the flow. I'm glad if you're laid back, you're probably a joy to be around because of that demeanor. But if you apply that to the preciseness of your retirement plan, Okay. Is anything for sure? No, except for death and taxes. Yes. Right. So plan on that basis. You need money for retirement. Correct. Yes. What kind of gap do you have? Don't know. Let's find out. How is it best to fulfill that gap? Let's make a plan and make it happen. What's the best way to leave funds that you don't get around to using as a living benefit, but you leave as legacy. There's a best way to do that. All of it in the context of if it's an imperfect world. Granted, how best can we move variables, replace them with constants, as it applies to you and your retirement investing and and your preparedness. So there are these major financial phases. We can call those out, being very black and white, financial phases. What are some things to consider when it comes to financial
0: phases, James? Well, starting with the accumulation phase, yes, that's when you're still working. You're still building your nest egg. And it really does start when you get that first job. But nevertheless, the accumulation phase is exactly what it sounds like you're still accumulating, you're still earning income from a paycheck that you get from either wages or self-employment, and you're still building towards what will hopefully be a future retirement. The next part is your preservation phase. Yeah, in the preservation phase. Up until this time
1: of preservation, you've been in this accumulation phase, you should be leaning more aggressively. Even if it doesn't feel right, it's right for the time frame and for what you need to accomplish. Almost, you know, regardless of your first name, where you work, where you come from, what you feel about risk, there is a certain right thing to do in certain financial phases. And that was for you to have been leaning more aggressively during the phase of accumulation. James says here, this phase two preservation phase, this is where you start to batten down the hatch a little bit. And this is where we're going to pick up. Keep on your brain preservation phase. As the topic when we return, and you're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show right here on 55KRC,
0: the talk station. Welcome back to Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisor from We Are Independent, working for clients, not companies. It all starts with the plan, the planning process, whether it's an investment plan, the income plan, the retirement plan, the Social Security maximization plan, all this and more. Give us a call, 513-575-9654. Website is brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email address is team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And come see us at one of our office locations throughout the Cincinnati area. Milford, of course, is our headquarters, but we also have the satellite locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg, where did we leave off? Well, we left off transitioning
1: from accumulation phase where one should be invested more aggressively, even if it's contrary to your risk tolerance. It's the time. It's what's right. It's the method that's best fitting and suited for that financial phase of life leading up to where we did, in fact, leave off the preservation phase. Now, it's at this phase of um, the transition and change if the prior to your official retirement, yet you're, you know, T minus five to 10 years out And you're looking at starting to protect some of what you've arrived at and accumulating. Now, this is where it does depend on your personal risk tolerance. So five to 10 years out of retirement, it's a great time to start thinking this way. This way is how you invest relative to your true risk tolerance. So you don't want to be in too deep end of the pool where you can't swim per se, You're in too much risk, you will fall into some bad behavior traps. Investor behavior is a really bad syndrome to where you start reacting to news and noise and market volatility and things because you get a little bit afraid. Well, if you're just invested at the proper risk tolerance, trust the risk tolerance. Trust the portfolio style towards that risk number through thick and thin, good and bad. Get the average that you need to extract and ring out of as terms of returns from your investments relative to that risk really start to trust the process. You can only trust a process. If you have one, you can only trust a plan. If you have one, you can only trust an advisor who works for you and not wall street. If you have one. So no longer can you just afford on accumulation or focus on accumulation um, because that'll put you in a bad situation where you're trying to get um, a bunch of returns out in the bottom of the ninth inning. Like you're way behind the game by score. And you're trying to, take more risk to get more points or score. swing for the fences, swing away from the fence with your money is only going to hurt one person ultimately. And that's you. Or if you trust a broker and makes your broker swinging away at the fence with your money, they have everything to gain, nothing to lose. You have everything to lose and only something maybe to gain. So anyway, for many people, it's time to start backing the investment risk down little by little. It should progress ever so closer to retirement itself. Preservation phase time for risk score time to honor it. Not second guess. Not swing away, not take unnecessary risks. James, what's the next phase?
0: Oh, the next phase, the distribution phase. And really, this is a two-pronged phase. It spans both the living years in retirement as well as beyond, which means after you have died. So the vast majority of retirees will need to rely upon their retirement nest eggs At least for some sort of income, whether you want to supplement whatever you have coming in. But nevertheless, you're going to need to rely upon your investments at least somewhat, maybe even extensively during your living years. And then when you die, you distribute your assets once again, this time to your, hopefully, your loved ones that you've left behind. Yes. Distribution to you, your own money paid to you over long periods of time is your
1: retirement. That's your cash flow. How much cash flow? Whatever's needed to solve for your gap. What gap, the difference between all other fundamental sources of income and your actual need is the gap using now other investment resources properly invested according to a plan and income plan to solve for the gap. That's your distribution phase. If we're being savvy on a tax basis of how you're using which buckets and why is a living benefit in the distribution phase, that's really good. And as James mentioned, there's another form of distribution, Distrib- distributing to the people that come after you. Now I don't mean chasing you, stalking you, the people that live beyond you that you're going to leave the monies to in the most tax advantageous way. Now what's really big about distribution phase, James, as you know, is where we come in. We use a balanced plan. Some people might take distribution phases when you you invest like you died and crawled under a rock and get overly conservative. No, this is the beauty of a financial plan that's well-balanced. The balanced financial plan will have safe money, fully insured type investments based on the claims paying ability of an insurance company, providing you guaranteed income on the income gap. That leaves the other part of this balanced double-barrel approach. The other barrel it fires off would be the one that's still allowed to be in the market based on your risk score, taking ongoing risk, being liquid, hedging inflation, Being that secondary bucket that rounds out a good financial plan. Now, we know proper risk is you probably won't misbehave and react to it when volatility hits in the market. However, if you do, we'll remind you, you don't have properly constructed That is, you listen to Wall Street, you're in in a different set of woods here in circumstance. Good luck to you. you. You're as likely to fail as you are succeed. Okay? We don't want you there. We want only your money at risk that you can handle, only the money at risk that you don't have a dependency upon for bread, eggs, and milk. Your fully insured investments provide you the certainty and the coverage and the protection of cash flow solving for the gap for the bread, eggs, and milk. That allows the other money to be properly deployed at risk with you detached and untangled from it so you don't emotionally react to the money and you let it do what it will do. Returns for risk taken, net of all costs. It's a really great way to be. And depending on who you're listening to out there, you won't have this. You'll be out there with the people that tell you all market all the time. Good luck. Call with questions. Hallelujah. Amen. You're going to need a prayer before it's over because that mathematically, statistically, even if you can handle the risk, it's not prudent. And it, and all it has to do is fail and you won't get to fix it. It'll be done over knockout punch. I just don't want that for you. So how do you know the difference? Let us have an opportunity to sit down with you. We need two meetings together at least. The first one is bring in, share your facts, get them on the table. Bring in investment statements, tax statement, um, your status on what you're doing with any fully insured products or life insurance with cash value. We'll, we'll sort it all out. We'll assess it, analyze it, come back to you, you the boss. In the second meeting, we'll share all of our findings. We'll make recommendations. We'll show all the value we know to show and share with you so you can make a eyes-wide-open, fact-based, informed decision which is the only decision you have any business making is one where you see all the facts. That's called transparency. We lay it out there, get your fingerprints on it. it becomes your plan. It's fully implementable. It is a real plan. You haven't paid a penny, no meter running, no coins to put in the tokens in the machine, nothing. You invest time in us. We invest time in you. We get to the point where you can make that decision. Do you see it fit? If you do, we work together. We know all the cost. right? We know what tools we're using. We did a full plan together. Just two full meetings together, we can get to that point. Then you decide. See if it, don't see if it. It's okay. There's no obligation. There's no cost. It's what we do every day, and we're holistic, and we believe you need that. And if you're honest with yourself, I believe, and you, and depending on what noise you turn off from your life, you'll understand having investments, income, insurance, estate planning, taxes, and even health care for health care gap or Medicare when you're in Medicare age, all working together is the equivalent of the mail Clinic for Financial Services. That's Brown
0: Financial Advisors, and that's the sound money approach to succeeding on purpose. All right. So going through this and just kind of summarizing, when you say what should we consider what should the collective proverbial we, you, us consider, look at these different, I would say, five fundamental changes. So number one, what's your retirement going to look like? Number two, what will your team of professionals look like? Who is that going to entail? Who is that going to involve? Number three, how will you get a paycheck in retirement? Where will that paycheck come from? Will you have Social Security? Will you have a pension? Can you maximize your benefits? Are there survivor benefits? How do those impact when you have a pension? Does the survivor get 100% of your paycheck? Do they get 50%? Do they get anything at all? Social Security, when you look at your spousal or maybe even the family benefit planning options, how does that work? Can you maximize those? And if you do maximize those, how does it impact the rest of your nest egg and how you start drawing from that and what sequence you start drawing from those different accounts? How are you going to invest? Are you going to have stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, exchange-traded funds, REITs? How are you going to invest your nest egg and at what amount of market risk? And then number four, what's the plan to mitigate the risk? Making sure that you have enough, at least some opportunity for growth, Without being overly exposed to major market losses, that's an excellent point. Do you see how some of the, how you use what investments you
1: use for that paycheck and in, investing over time ties into mitigating risk on the risk side of a balanced plan? Uh, it's your risk score, only the appropriate investments for that risk, and then let it work. On the safe side, mitigating risk, you need safety. Be careful. When people tell you annuities are bad, they're bad for saying annuities are bad. The only bad annuities are bad annuities or good annuities used for the wrong reason. Good annuities used for the right reason are irreplaceable. No other solution provides what that can. So be careful who you listen to. Unilateralists
0: are biased naysayers. Be careful. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. Enjoy the weather. And remember this. sound money. Where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you.